Vítejte u podcastu Anglicky s kudrnatou holkou. Já se jmenuji Pavlína a budu si tu povídat s rodilými mluvčími z celého anglicky mluvícího světa o různých zajímavých tématech. Díky moc, že jste si tenhle kanál naladili a můžeme začít. everybody and welcome to today's episode. I'm beyond happy to welcome my guest for today, Kirsty Stremberg. Hi, Kirsty. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks so much for having me on. This is awesome. I mean, I'm super excited to have you here. And today we will be discussing a very personal topic for both of us, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is the topic of motherhood and parenting. And well, before we even start, I have to say that you work with moms on a daily basis because you are a fitness coach, you are a health trainer, and also a pre and postnatal specialist specializing in helping helping mothers. So how would you describe what you do? Oh gosh, it's just so many, so many elements. Um, I, I trained to be a personal trainer and then I realized it was never about just the fitness there was always something more so that's when i decided to go into the health coaching so i could help people on an emotional level and on a nutritional level as well so it's kind of a i'd like to think of it as a bit of a transformation when you become a mom we do we kind of do everything and we work together to define the life that you that you want that you want to lead and you feel really happy with as well i mean that's actually how we met because i attended one of your like fitness classes that you had here yeah. like mom and baby yeah. classes here in stockholm and It was absolutely amazing because oh. oh, and I'm so glad that you came. So thank you so much for coming along as well. And so what does it mean for you to be a mom? Oh gosh, that's a big question. To be a mom. It's a really it's been a really interesting experience from because we fell it was a surprise when we fell pregnant living in the Middle East. Um and we had to quickly run away and get married um because you can't be in in the Middle East and be pregnant. So it's it all happened so quickly. And then since then I've just found it like it it's been a bit of a calling. It's been just so comfortable and natural to be a mom. So it's um it's changed my life like uh surprisingly, but for for, for really for the positive. I could see myself having like 10 children, but my husband is a firm, firm no. <laughs> yeah, so we have to say, so you are British, then your husband is Swedish, but you lived in the Middle East before, and now you live in Stockholm. Yes, and so now we're staying here in Stockholm. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. wow, what a journey. Yes, and it has been. <laughs> also, you have a degree in mathematics, right? I do. So that just sounds like a very, you know, unexpected, crazy twist to to what you do now so what was the reason you know doing all of this well I've I've always loved maths and I love numbers so that's that's always been a bit of a the geeky geeky side of me um but when I was in the Middle East I'd been teaching for about eight years and I'd I'd really I'd I was ready for something else I was ready for a new challenge and that's when I started the personal training and that's when I realized as well it wasn't just about fitness there's always people want to lose you know a few stone and it's like well why do you want to lose two stone and what's behind that reasoning and it was kind of tapping into people as well so I found that when I was seeing clients it was always just such a bigger picture and then when I found um found out I was pregnant with Hugo I was like this is it It, there has to be a change here because there was so much unbalance in my life I mean I was training uh, 12 15 hours a week for triathlon and I was weighing my food and I was getting up at 3 a.m to go for a run and I was so I was so miserable by by living that life and I was like I can't 
I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be growing this baby and still be doing all these things that don't make me happy. So I really had to step back and tune into me and, and just find a new way. And this is, this is where it's got me. So I feel really happy with, yeah, with where I am. It was a big jump, but I feel really happy with it. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And we have to say that you say that you were waking up at 3am, but now you have two crazy active toddlers. <laughs> when, do you, like, when do you wake up these days? Oh, honestly, I, I thought all of those years of training had put me in good stead for waking up with babies. But no, no, they still wake up at crazy times. And I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, this is, for me is the hardest thing of it all. Yeah, the lack of sleep, because you don't put yourself to bed when they go to bed at like seven because you want some you time. So by the time you go to bed, you get about four hours sleep. It's it's, uh, it's not enough. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And what is the best thing for you about being a mom? Oh, I love the cuddles. The cuddles are amazing. <laughs> and just when they say like mama or mommy and they come and hold your hand or that, that for me is just you feel like a real purpose. That they they do all the years that you spend doing things and you don't know if they're they're happy or you know they giggle from time to time but when they do something like that it's so meaningful and it kind of reminds me of keep plowing through <laughs> this is really it's really good you're having an impact on their life so yeah yeah it's crazy but it's worth it <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's it's exhausting but it's uh, definitely worth it and what's the hardest thing for you about being a mom Do you know, right now, because we have the, the little one and the, the bigger one, so one's just turned one, 15, 16 months, and the other one's three. It's the behavior for us right now because they're at completely different stages. And so it's trying to give everyone what they need and kind of help them to be good people as well. You know, like the toddler throwing his fork and knife off the table. It's, well, how do I deal with this? Because now the baby's going to coffee. So that's the real struggle for me right now is, is the balance and behavior. Yeah, of course. And do you like to read a lot about stuff or do you just kind of wing it? Oh, I wing it. I think when I was pregnant, everyone recommends all these books. And I was like, right. So I bought all of these books and I, and I was reading them and I was thinking, I can't, but I can't do that. And then when the tantrum started, I started reading up about that. And I was, and I just thought, that's just not the way I want a parent. And so I had to, I gave them all away, actually, all these books. It's the same with things like sleep training. You can read books and books about sleep training. But at the end of the day, your there isn't a book written for your baby. So I, I kind of, oh, I just wing it and <laughs> survive the day <laughs> and make sure everyone's happy. <laughs> I have one book that I was given here in in the hospital in Stockholm when yeah. our son was born and that's probably the only book I yeah. opened <laughs> and you, you wing it as well I do wing it 100% yeah. like <laughs> absolutely and for example what you said about sleep training for me it's I know there are all these like methods and stuff but I just knew we had to do it our way and we never mm -hmm. actually did any sort of sleep training and he now sleeps like very well sometimes sometimes yeah. he doesn't but I'm just like he's a baby of course he's not going to be perfect all the time so that's right and I think there's two there's two massive like camps with the with the sleep training in general but I think for me it was always if they're crying in the night they want something and if they just want to cuddle well I'm okay with that because in five six years time they're not going to be waking up in the night for a cuddle so that was the choice I made and it's uh yeah yeah I think we also have to enjoy the time when they still want to cuddle like yeah that's right boys as well so in a few years they'll be like mother go away like, <laughs> yeah. don't embarrass me get off <laughs> also like you know as moms like we 
are certainly being judged all the time by mm. others and then we judge ourselves pretty much all the time so what is your recipe if you have one to just like live your own life your way just forget about all of that and just you know be happy about what you do oh it's hard isn't it because i think sometimes when we're coming off the back of little sleep um we're exhausted i think that's when the little voices can creep in and we can let the negativity come in and affect us so i think it's really important to always feel happy and confident with whatever decision you're making in your parenting like i'm just going to go back to the sleep because that's what we talked about people have got people will talk to you endlessly about that and i think you have to just tune in and go but this makes me happy it makes my family happy i feel really confident with my choice so i'm just going to carry on and really try and shut them out but i think if you're unsure about something that you're a decision that you're making i think that can also be a time when when these little voices or these little comments can come in so i think just really staying grounded and true to you i think is really important and social media as well i think is such a has has a lot to play yeah of course i just wanted to ask like what's mm. how to cope with you know all of that yeah i had to have a word with myself not long ago actually and i and the decision i made was if if something is not inspiring me then i'm going to unfollow and i'm just going to cut it out because i don't need i i have such high expectations on myself as a parent i don't need someone else's creeping in as well and so i tried to change change my mindset around it as well i think i worked i worked hard on that and you know everyone's going to live their life and if they want to post pictures and and it looks perfect then that's then that's great for them and I'm really happy for them. But but it, if it doesn't inspire me or make me feel good about myself, I'm just not going to look. And that's the decision that I'm, I make. So I can definitely advise against that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I do love how you put it, that you had a word with yourself. Yeah, I have a word with myself. <laughs> <laughs> we all need it from time to time, I suppose. Yeah. And I th- and like I said, like when you're exhausted as well, it's so hard to, to be, you know, oh, yeah, everything's great. And, you know, that could make it, you know make it much harder because you're so tired so I think just really staying true to you I think is really important absolutely and what has changed for you since becoming a mom oh, I've become a lot more patient I don't think I had a lot of patience before because life was so busy I had all of these things to do and I had to get them all done but now you're forced to take five minutes to put a pair of shoes on or, you know, wait until they are ready to get in the bath. And, you know, so it's really helped me to just become mellow. So I've mellowed a lot and become a bit more patient um, since becoming a mum. Yeah. I mean, I did find out that I am probably a patient person. Mm. Like, And I do think, yeah, because now I kind of feel like only if I'm tired, I do get frustrated. But the rest of the stuff... It usually I'm usually so calm that it like even surprises me yeah like... good. that's amazing <laughs> and well as we said we both live in Sweden right at this point but you come from the UK and yeah what would you say is like the biggest difference about raising a kid at home at your home or in the UK I mean I guess Sweden is your home now or yeah Sweden and UK it's the it's the maternity leave I think is a huge thing um, because you get this this year pretty much um, in Sweden where you know you can be off and you can be financially supported and I think that's that's amazing whereas in England that it isn't as long as that I don't actually know how long it is but it's not you can obviously get unpaid leave but it's not supported so I think just having that stress taken away from you to just you've had a baby now just enjoy being a mom you know just be with your be with your child every day I think is such a gift I think it's um and that's the huge difference between the UK and here for me raising a child yeah 
I think when I was working in the Middle East, my my old boss, she came back after I think it was five or six weeks um, to work, which was I just really felt for her because she had to, you know, she had what? to pump. Yeah, yeah, five or six weeks it was. She had to pump. So the baby was then five weeks old yeah, when she went yeah. back to work. Oh wow. Yeah, and I think in I think it's six weeks in the Middle East, and then you can apply for an extra hundred days unpaid. So it's very, it's a lot tighter there than it was here. So when we found out we were pregnant, that was a real certain, let's go (laughs) decision for us. Yeah. 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 And also now that you mentioned the maternity leave here in Sweden, it's Mm. very common here to, for fathers to take over at some point. So, Mm. and I think it's not very common in the UK or is it? No, it's definitely not common in the UK. I don't think it's done. I think my husband was working for a UK company and he was entitled to two weeks unpaid. Um, but we just couldn't get it. We kept applying for it, but they kept saying, no, it didn't work. Whereas I know here, you, you can't be denied. So it's very, very different. Yeah, absolutely. And also like, because my friend who is also a dad and he lives here in Sweden, but he was just about to go on paternity leave. And he was saying that he was trying to, you know, look online and just find you know, dads, YouTubers, or just like some Mm. tips for men, but he couldn't find anything. And he was saying it was super frustrating because there's so many like moms, bloggers, moms, YouTubers, tips for moms, like, and he was like, I want to raise my kid as a dad. Yeah. Have you ever thought of that? You know, would you know of any maybe good source for dads? It's so interesting. I've never really thought about it until you mentioned then um, about about information for dads, because I think it is very, it's kind of traditional for the mom to take the majority of the time off. I mean, she's given birth and she's feeding and everything. So I think that's why I I do work with dads. So I've had a couple of mums who've worked with me one-on-one and said, oh, I really like you. My husband, I think he could do with this or this. And so I do work with men as well. Um, but I haven't, I haven't thought about publishing material or like blogs or anything. But if you can find out from your friend what he'd like to see, then I can definitely write some blogs for him. That'd be no problem. <laughs> but I guess I'd never. Yeah. 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 Ask him what he wants, what he needs. What does a dad need? Yeah. Uh, even just, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. That'd be great. One thing I wanted to ask is that you as we said, you're English, your husband's Swedish. So do you speak English with the boys and he does, he speaks Swedish or how do you do it? That's exactly how we do it. We're very firm with only, I only speak English to them and Anders only speaks Swedish. And then they go to a Swedish school. So they have more Swedish. So what we're trialing at the moment is one day on a weekend, we all speak English. And we explain to the three-year-old, you know, we're speaking mommy's language today because you're half English. And and so um, he's picking up more English keywords, which I think is super important and did he start when he started like to talk was it in English or Swedish oh it's still a massive mix he counts in Swedish and English so he'll he'll count from one to ten and it'll be a bit of English a bit of Swedish numbers <laughs> and I'm like oh here you go <laughs> so yeah it's gonna it's gonna happen one day when he will split it but at the moment it's a bit of a mess but we understand <laughs> and I mean it's so amazing for them it <sighs> It's such a massive gift that you're able to to give them. Yeah. What do you do at home? Do you do the same? Uh, we do speak Czech at home only, and mm. I mean because we're both Czech, so it wouldn't it wouldn't really make sense for yeah. us to do it any other way. And then he goes to Swedish preschool, so he doesn't ah. really 
talk yet, but we do think he he definitely understands Czech because everything we say, like he knows what to do. Yeah, and I do think that he understands Swedish now, which is yeah, bit, it, like it's funny for me because my Swedish is still, you know, on a beginner level. So when I he, when I see him at preschool and the, the teachers say something to him and he does it, I'm like, wow, yeah. And then he talks in this like he does yeah he talks in this like really his own language which is not Czech and I don't think it's Swedish so oh, so we're just, <laughs> we're just <laughs> waiting for something I don't know something to come out that we would get and that's do you know that's another thing as well that that gets a lot of a lot of criticism from people is well, how many words does your child say and what are they saying now and all these things and that really annoys me because I think you know they're all going to talk whenever they're ready and. I think putting that pressure on on the mums for the children to speak is hard as well because I felt really I found that really tough recently because Hugo is <laughs> it is what it is so so yeah I think that's another one of those things where we have to just it's an individual basis yeah I agree and well thank you so much for for being here with us today no it's a pleasure and hopefully I'll see you in some mum and baby classes soon when you're <laughs> absolutely yeah No, thank you so much for everything that you do. You help mothers to overcome the craziness of it all. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that it really is making a difference. That's 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 exactly what I'm set to do. So perfect. And thanks so much for chatting today and asking me on. This has been really nice. And thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode as well. And I hope to see you next week. Bye.